100% Real with Lisa Cabrera. Ladies and gentlemen, these folks have rigged up the entire system to be against us, and then they got the fucking nerve and audacity to get up in our face preaching about responsibility. They have no business being in our face about nothing. And no, we're not going to take responsibility in a rigged up system. That's absolutely ridiculous for you to even insinuate such a thing. So gone are the days that you rig up a system and our people don't know the truth about it. Those days are done. We are going to put the truth out here about the system being rigged and how it's rigged. Ladies and gentlemen, none of this is the fault of the black community. We don't control nothing up in here. And we certainly didn't write these laws and these acts and everything they got in place. So no, we take zero blame for that. So we're going to talk about redlining, which is going on to this very day. A black couple and a white couple can go to the same bank the black couple can be denied a mortgage where a white couple will get accepted and get their loan. They can have the same exact credit, same income, everything exactly the same to a T, and they will still be denied. So this modern day redlining that persists in 61 metro areas even when controlling applicants' income, loan amount, neighborhood, according to a mountain of Home Mortgage Disclosure Act records analyzed and investigated, and they are still finding redlining in all of this, even to this very day. This year-long analysis, based on 31 million records, relied on techniques used by leading academics, the Federal Reserve and the Department of Justice to identify lending disparities. It found a pattern of troubling denials, especially for Black people. It happened to them more than anyone else in this country. And this is across the entire country, including major metropolitan areas like Atlanta, Detroit, Philadelphia, St. Louis, and San Antonio. African-Americans faced the most resistance in southern cities. Mobile, Alabama, Greenville, North Carolina, Gainesville, Florida, 
and Latinos actually faced the most resistance when it came down to mortgage lending in Iowa City, Iowa. No matter their location, loan applicants told similar stories describing an uphill battle with loan officers who they said seemed to be fishing for a reason to say no. And some of you know what that's like. You know, they're trying to figure out a way to rule you out, but they want to do it in a manner where it's your fault, not theirs. You know, well, you got this. You know, it's your fault, not ours, that we're ruling you out. But they know damn well the entire time they are looking for a reason. And many of them, you know, many blacks said they can get this sense. And they're right. They're absolutely right. Nobody's imagining that shit. And don't let these people try to convince you that you're imagining racism. You're not imagining shit. All right. So there was a black woman that applied for a mortgage from the city of Philadelphia, Rochelle Farrell, 33 years old. She had a good amount of savings that she had, um, you know, saved over the years. And she had decent credit and she was still rejected twice by two different lenders. And all she wanted to purchase was a brick row home in the city of Philadelphia. (laughs) And there were white people around her buying similar homes and they got approved with no problem. And in some cases, she had a better score, credit score than they did. So ladies and gentlemen, The analysis independently reviewed and confirmed by the Associated Press showed black applicants were turned away at significantly higher rates than whites in 48 cities. Latinos were turned away in 25 cities, Asians in nine cities, Native Americans in three cities. In Washington, D.C., the nation's capital revealed found four groups were significantly more likely to be denied a home loan than whites. It's not acceptable from the standpoint of what we want as a nation to make sure that everyone shares in economic prosperity, said Thomas Curry. But Those are all nice, warm, fuzzy words, but we know that is not the reality of what's going on out here. Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, it is saying that 99% of the banks out here claim they, um, you know, did inspections And of course, you can't expect people to investigate themselves and find everything wrong. They're going to look at what they do with these mortgages and claim they are doing right by the people. And they are indeed not. They're not at all. Okay. The disproportionate denials 
and limited anti-discrimination enforcement help explains why the home ownership gap between whites and African-Americans, which had been shrinking since the 1970s, has exploded since the housing bust. It's uh, now wider than ever before Jim Crow. Okay, this redlining that's going on today, ladies and gentlemen, says it is now wider than the time of Jim Crow era. So they've gotten worse with redlining in America. They didn't get better with it. They got worse. This gap is far-reaching consequences in the United States wealth and financial stability, (laughs) you know, and a lot of this is linked to housing opportunity and home ownership. For a typical family, the largest share of wealth comes from home ownership and equity in that home. The latest figures from the U.S. Census Bureau shows the median net worth of an African-American family today is $9,000 compared with $132,000 for a white family. Latinos, $12,000. What lenders keep secret? Lenders and their trade organization do not dispute the fact that they have turned away people of color, you know, they always got to throw that in there, at far higher rates than whites. But they maintain that the disparity can be explained by factors the industry has fought to keep hidden, including prospective borrowers, credit history, and overall debt to income ratio. They've singled out the three-digit credit score, which banks use to determine whether a borrower is likely to repay a loan, as especially important in lending decisions. While quite informative regarding the state of the lending market, the records analyzed by Reveal do not include sufficient data to make a determination regarding fair lending the Mortgage Bankers Association Chief Economist Mike Frantinoli said in a statement, the American Bankers Society, I'm sorry, Association said, the lack of federal enforcement proves discrimination is not rampant in individual lenders told Reveal that they had hired outside auditing firms, which found they treated loan applicants fairly regardless of race. Well, they just told you what you wanted to hear. Now, I want y'all to listen to this story out of New Jersey. New Jersey-based TD Bank, which denied a higher proportion of Black and Latino applications than any other major lender, TD Bank. And I know some of you have accounts with TD Bank, but TD Bank 
actually denies more Blacks and Latinos at the highest rate in the country. So I wouldn't recommend them if you're looking for a mortgage and you're part of the Black community. So, um, and they also looked at records of home ownership and who was getting these conventional loans between 2015 and 2016. (laughs) And disproportionately, whites overall were getting these conventional loans over everyone else. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this just go to show you these banks out here, in fact, the very banks that owes us reparations are still doing everything they can to repeat and keep their thumb on who gets mortgages out here and who don't. And there's no doubt at who's paying the highest amount of money per month is definitely the black community. Look, we recently found out black people pay more on their heat and electric bills in this country than white people. And we're paying more in really overall everything. They're charging us more. They're getting much lower rates every month, even on their heating bill, than black people are. (laughs) Okay, but see, this goes back to what I said to you in the beginning. They know the system is rigged. They, it was their forefathers that put this shit in place and they are perpetuating it and keeping it going to this very day. So no, you don't come to us professing your innocence. You don't come to us making accusations about what we're not doing, what we should be doing. We need to have morals and all. Get out of our face. You rigged up a system to be against our people. You rigged up a system for us to be declined for mortgages, even if we have the same credit score and same finances as a white couple. No, you don't get to come and preach to us. Those days are done. Those days are done. You you rig up a society and come wag your finger at us? No more. This is where the line is drawn. We're not all asleep. Many of us are awake and we're going to call this stuff out every chance we get. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes my podcast for today. I want to thank each and every one of you for stopping by and listening to my podcast. And those of you that are my supporters, I deeply thank you for your help. And those of you that are not supporters, please consider becoming a supporter of my podcast. Peace, family.